All right. Happy New Year. Welcome to Trade Secrets 2023, believe it or not. We are through our first year of the podcast, uh, 17 episodes in, and uh, it was a lot of fun, but we're excited as we kick off January 3rd today to do a little look back and a little bit of a look forward. This will probably be a a short and sweet podcast as we kick off the new year, but um, before we dig into the looking backwards, um, we've got a new approach to the table. Paige changed yeah. her seat. New year, new side. <laughs> new year, new gonna side. going to try it up. I tried it the first episode we ever did. I hated the angle. Then I think I just realized I'm always going to hate seeing myself on like a video. So is that true? You were over there in yeah, the first episode? Mm-hmm. And it is curious because we're now on Spotify, which is also awesome for 2022. Or, I'm sorry, 2023. Um, but it'll be curious to see, do we get more listens or more watches? Because right now it seems to be more listens versus watches, even though, um, I don't know. I would be more inclined to listen to it. Yeah. I think if I can just listen to it, because before I'd have to do YouTube. Right, and but you can as, listen to YouTube. You don't yeah, have to but, just watch YouTube. But if you like close out of it and try to do something else, it stops playing. So I just, when I walk the dogs or when I'm driving, I listen to Spotify. So maybe I'll tune in this year. Well, shout out to Kelsey for making Spotify happen mm-hmm. as we wrapped up the year. Um, anything from you, Michael, new for 2023 before we dive into no, where we no. were in 2022? No, I'm just trying to get uh, acclimated to be on this side now. <laughs> I hope that doesn't change our political outlooks. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a wild ride, right? Oh, good Lord. Could you imagine if they flip-flopped? That would be the best podcast ever. Paige and Michael flip-flop the aisle. That would change a um, lot of things. And we're doing dry January. Um, so if you're watching, that explains why there's no bourbon today. Mm-hmm. Um, we have very it, festive holiday seasons, and now we're... We all joined the gym. We all joined the gym yesterday. Totem Perk. Come work for Totem. Free gym membership. Um, Paige actually described it as moist January, which is probably more in keeping with the... Don't steal my hashtag. With the the accuracy of it. Um, Wet January, dry January, and moist moist January. January. We're talking monsoon here. (laughs) All right. I feel like damp January is probably more appropriate for a podcast, but... Damp. And why is it always raining when we do these things? It's wild. Hashtag Another day. Hashtag okay. Matt brings the rain. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we kicked off the podcast, we basically did the concept of a current event, a real estate topic, and a bourbon. Um, so I thought it'd be cool to go back and see what current events we picked. Were they, are they still relevant, or were we just reaching for something at the time? So our first one to kick off the year in 2022 was Ed Ganey, the new mayor of Pittsburgh. We're now 12 months in, and what are you guys' thoughts? Hot takes on, was the new mayor a good current event for 2022? Oh, uh, meet the new boss. You don't need same to raise as, <laughs> Same as the old boss. I, I, what has he done? I don't know. I'm not... Uh, uh, obviously, well, you I'm, only seek out the news, or you only get the news you seek out, Michael. That's not true. That's not true. I get all the news, but no, I just—it's it, what has been accomplished, and I'm not coming up with a lot of uh, tallies. Well, I mean, and I said the same thing earlier today to Kevin. Um, you know, I, but I almost feel, and not to say that he hasn't done anything, but also, I think the a course correction of a ship like that it, it's a bigger course correct it takes longer 
Um, I think one year is a difficult um, period of time to gauge a position like that. Um, I think what has impressed me about this new mayor, again, I said to Kevin earlier today, I have positive feelings about him overall. I can't list off to you five things that he has implemented and done, but what I feel good about is that I feel like he is engaging with a lot of different parties and listening. Um, that's my think, hot take. I think, I think the nature of being elected mayor is you don't have a lot of time for course correction. So you have to be pretty dynamic in your first year. And maybe one of the things he's done is I don't hear anything negative, but my question is what what has actually been accomplished? He did a lot with affordable housing. Um, they finally got cleared up the homeless encampments. Um, yeah, well, we're going to get to that because yes. that's one of our other... Further down the road. Further okay. down the road. Top. Well, quick hot take. What were you going to say? I think um, no news maybe is good news, yeah. right? I, I, I think that that's... Status quo. Yes, yeah, status yeah. quo. and um, Nothing bad? Nothing bad is better than... Not, nothing bad is better than a disaster. Right. And uh, foreshadowing, we're going to talk about what we want to accomplish in 2023 on the podcast, and we would love for the mayor to join us to talk about downtown and what he's accomplished in the first year. Um, so if you're out there listening or any of your peeps are, uh, we'd love to have you in and pick your brain about what you know the real estate mm -hmm. community could do to help uh, foster the administration's goals. Um, so I think it was a great uh, current event and still relevant and probably Absolutely. could talk about it every year. Mm -hmm. um, episode two, we skipped a current event. Episode three, we talked about Reed Smith announcing the return to the office on March 1st, 2022. I'm going to jump in and say not relevant because I don't think it happened. Um, I think there was a lot of talk about it in March. But unfortunately, I don't think it I ever think happened. They did. I think they did, but I think it's they didn't. Quick fact check. Fact checked is they didn't, and even okay. if they said they did, they didn't. I mean, we're downtown every day, and we're now in one three twenty twenty three, which we're nine months later, and it's the close to the same occupancy as it was nine months ago. Oh, I, I disagree with that. I definitely think. Uh, it has gotten busier downtown. Traffic has gotten worse. Parking has gotten Smidge. harder. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I think I, I agree. I would fact check that. I, I, I agree. I think that there's a little bit more activity, and it seems to be building back up. But to the degree of this wholesale, um, uh, you know, moving back downtown, occupying everything, no, it's not there yet. But it's, it's moving ahead. It's going in the right direction. And I think if we fast forward to the December report for occupancy of downtown buildings, uh, we're at like 30-odd percent. And in March of 2022, we were at 20-some percent. So incrementally, it has gone up. But you know, the news was they're coming back to the office, and people backlashing didn't happen. Well, yeah. and I, go ahead. As an interesting benchmark, I don't necessarily know whether they're all going to move back the way we once knew that they would be back. Right. Mm -hmm. I think the hybrid work uh, model is something that that's not going away. Especially for those larger firms. Like I think at that point in time in March, February, March of 2022, we were looking to the larger companies sure. as the guiding force. But I think those larger companies also have HR departments and they have – they there are layers to the um, decision-making there, and there are 
more people that more employees that they have to appease or work with to make sure things work for the employees and they don't lose a bunch of people. Um, it was a thing with PNC as well. PNC, you know, um, why, why can't I think of his name? CEO. Demchuk. Yeah, Bill. Demchuk yeah. was so adamant about bringing people back, but when it he said is. they were going to return to full, fully in the office, they lost a bunch of teams that were recruited to other firms around the country, and then they had to change their decision, which Kelsey just fact-checked me and said it was the same exact scenario with Reed Smith. Um, but that being said, I think we have seen um, smaller teams that want to be downtown. They want to have an office present presence because of the culture and the recruiting. Um, so who are a little more nimble. They don't have to deal with the bureaucracy of the ship. Right, right. Right. So I think it's, that's what's been interesting to me is that we were all waiting for the larger companies to like firmly plant and bring the downtown back. And I think now my, my feeling is that it will be years if ever that it returns to like fully in-person large firms in the central business district. But that being said, we are seeing more activity with smaller teams wanting to be downtown and for the accessibility and the amenities and um, the ability to recruit more people rather than being somewhere out in the burbs and the ability to bring in younger talent and retain younger talent. So I think that's interesting, like a, uh, a very different outlook than what I personally had, and I think... Only nine months ago, too. Right. I mean, I think it's a fascinating current event. Yeah, and I, I also think that you have to throw in there, there are the cultural aspects of downtown. Um, Pickle Fest is not what it used to be. The Arts Festival is completely shrunk down. Nothing occurs over at the point. But does that impact little. the people that work downtown? I mean, no, I, think I don't it does. know I think that the it does. Overall, I think the overall feeling together. of the culture, it's its a kind of a collective. This is why I want to be downtown. I don't think Market Square has gotten back. I'm, it's coming back. Mm -hmm. It's just not where the, you had that real dynamic. Yeah. I don't think that, um, you know, the, the Pittsburgh shows, I don't think they're all back to capacity where there's always something going on. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's work to do. I'm not saying that it's... It's a lot better than it was during COVID, but uh, it, yeah. it's still but something to that office, I think. office, March 1st, 2022 was a relevant topic. It's still super relevant today. Sure, absolutely. It's not going away anytime absolutely. soon. Mm -hmm. um, the next podcast episode four, I mean, it's crazy to think that this is still happening, was Russia invades the Ukraine. Um, I think, and I, we're not going to have time to fact check this this quick, but I'm pretty sure Michael said that gas was going to double, if not triple in price. That did not happen. It went up about 150%, but not double or triple. Yeah, yeah. I missed the double um, part. Well, you missed it by a lot. <laughs> yeah, he definitely said double. Um, but so clearly still relevant. Nine months later, uh, the war is still raging on. Lots of headlines, even today, January 3rd. Um, Ukraine has put up a formidable fight. I had to think, looking backwards nine months, nobody thought it was going to be as equal as it is today. But I don't know. Hot takes on that? Um, I don't know that I really have hot takes. Um, no, no hot takes on that. Don't want to I go mean, down a rabbit hole. Yeah, for wow. the for brevity's purposes. Um, Are you sh shocked that it's still relevant? Like it's still front page news. 
Um, I, I, I guess I, I don't think like you said, I don't think anyone thought that, um, Ukraine would be able to put up the fight that they did. I think it, I mean, um, think about this. The president of the Ukraine has spoken to Congress and the house of representatives in a joint session. One of only four people ever to do so in the history of our country. And that was in December of 2022. I think it's wild that it's still front page news. I think it's wild that it's front page news. I think it's wild that it is still going on, but it's almost like it's Ukraine has become somewhat of its own industry. And it really strikes me as, you know, all the great military strategists in the world. I simply do not understand how Russia couldn't go in there and take the country completely over. It's I mean, just not that big a place. I know, but it's so like you, you have So why is a... it, there, to me, again, the conspiracy theorist, why, oh, Jesus. why <laughs> is it something <laughs> that, you know, I mean, we put $50 billion into this place. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of armament. And we're not the only people funding Ukraine. Are you shocked it's still front page news? Uh, so wait, you're no. You don't understand. This is why I didn't want to get into this one. <laughs> you don't understand how Ukraine hasn't been defeated yet. Yeah, I really don't understand how they uh, have survived Russia invading them at this point in time. Yeah, I mean, for and, me, like I think, I think that country and their president and their people just deserve like the utmost, they have my utmost respect because I think that's just a scenario of like those people were fighting with everything they had, like heart and soul for their land. Meanwhile, Absolutely. these soldiers from Russia didn't even know that they were going to war, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. it, so it's just a, uh, the difference between lack of buy-in and like fighting with every fiber of your being. It's like a David and Goliath you know, I hate to juxtapose a, a fictional story with something that's very real and very horrible that's happening. Um, but I think it is like a little awe-inspiring that it is still happening and that yeah. Russia or like Ukraine has held their own and had some like very landmark small victories in this. Uh, well, I think that's segue to that. David took out Goliath with one shot. It was a very quick fight. Um, and... Russia's still Goliath. I, I just don't understand. Th- th- to me, that there's there's unanswered questions that I haven't even thought of asking. So, I think you know, trying to keep it brief and on point about looking backwards and forward. You know, it's pretty remarkable. Three of our first three current events still legitimately front page news. Um, in nine, I, ten, eleven months later, I, I might have gotten the uh, the double the guess wrong, but it has had a dramatic absolutely dramatic economic effect on the rest of the planet. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Yeah, and I think... And I, I will mean, I for think years to come. Right. Yeah. I think it's uh, concerning if, when we look back at that story next year. Uh, that is a, a very large question mark, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, would, it would be a great story to say, yeah, it ended in February. All right. So we went from super global to super reg- or to super hyper local. Um, our next current event was the Amazon deal on the uh, Parkway East, and uh, the Yimbies, Nimbies, and Yisbies 
effectively blowing up Amazon's biggest distribution center in Western Pennsylvania. Um, thoughts here? I mean, it's not in the news anymore because the deal's dead. And I don't know that that was even. Um, I don't know that that was the NIMBYs or the the Yisbys blowing that up. I think that it was definitely the NIMBYs. You think? A hundred percent. I feel like that could have blown up for a variety of reasons, like just having a lot of irons in the fire, the slowdown on demand after COVID kind of started to like tamper off. Um, no just way. a general pull up. Okay. You can I'm fact gonna, check I'm, it. This it's is all. going to be the first agreement that Paige and I have for 2023. I'm sticking with go. my flag. Yeah, but I, we agreed I, on something yesterday. I think I it was lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Clients don't listen. They agree all the time when we're giving advice. No, I actually think that uh, it, 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 it was certainly started because of the, uh, the local social issues. Of we don't want this and we don't want that. But it was a nice, easy out for those guys. Amazon uh, lost 50% of its value in 2022. And this was not the only place that they didn't move ahead with plans. The whole tech sector globally uh, lost a lot of value last year. So was this a right-sizing of that? I don't know. I think it was possibly, it would make, again, make me ask the next question, was it really that or was that just the, you gave me the reason to no longer pursue this and now I can just put this one on hold because I know you're always going to be there when I, when I want well, to come back. Well, I think any time a deal that big dies, there's not one one nail in the coffin there's usually multiple contributing factors that just make it uh, a no-go or a the and end that it. decision so. gets made at a very high level and those people at a very high level realize maybe this isn't the best time maybe this is the time to back away so i think it had some some cause to it but i don't think it was the only one and i so think we're... i think the overarching theme of that i mean that was the current event but that topic that we later discussed in that episode because of that current event was you know the the not in my backyard camp or um you know the the people who fight commercial development um for preservation of you know what they have in their mind a, a place cool. should be right for fear of change and i think that will always be a relevant topic i mean i don't think that's never not been something in this industry and in life that is present yeah that's not going away anytime soon i think they're always going to fight it and i think that once it gets in there they're always going to support whatever business goes in <laughs> right so all right next up we talked about downtown moves that's uh, kind of the same thing let's skip the- that well, no, it was the end of the first quarter. Tons of uh, big announcements for moving corporations around in downtown. Dickie McKamey, uh, Castle Bioscience. You know, I would say that was a great current event. It has slowed down, though, a little bit. The announcements about big downtown moves have not been at the pace we saw in the first and second quarter of 2022. Um, so it's still relevant. It's unfortunately relevant in a negative fashion in that we're not seeing those big names splash like we did. That's my take on it. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Same. Okay. Um, the next one was similar. Same time. Lots of big announcements. Kano Gates acknowledged they were thinking about the vision at 15th and moving out of downtown. 
Um, but I think that the real story there was that they were so far out from their lease renewal and they were already in the market. Um, we expected that there would be a lot of, you know, future looking real estate conversations happening. I still think that's going on because I still think back to our first or second topic, people haven't figured out what to do in terms of do we need a seat for everybody who works at the company or a seat for 25% of the people who work at the company. And I would actually say that the, whatever announcement was made nine months ago, again, that's getting relooked at right. for just reasons that we've got nine right. months of experience. And I think, I think after that current event, I believe we segued. I'll need fact-checked on this also because I have admittedly not watched this episode. But I believe we segued into a discussion of how long things take in yep. this industry. So a company the size of K&L Gates, um, is that time and leverage? Yeah, so um, is that that drastically far in advance of a lease expiration? Or is that just That's appropriate planning? Yeah, yeah, for that big of a company. Right. Easily three to four years. So the next one's great. We talked, <laughs> this is fantastic. We talked about uh, President Trump's uh, appraisal issues for some of his properties, courtesy of Cushman and Wakefield, and the hot water that he was in. Um, so that was clearly a hot topic at the time. And I think everybody would say the hot topic has switched from appraisals to... Oh, the dual representation part? No. no what the... With Trump? Oh. The news was appraisals taxes. to taxes. Yeah. A week ago, he released. Well, he didn't. He didn't release, release it. <laughs> but I think it, I mean his uh, personal tax returns got released. Separate, separate things. Separate things. Right, but the current event of the time was his nightmare around his real estate appraisals. I don't think that's a current event anymore. Yeah, that's still being talked about for yeah, sure. Yeah, actually, they, they uh, just ruled. Uh, he was just uh, yeah. ruled. They. Uh, I'm going to get this wrong, but um, they they. They ruled against the company in the state of New York. Uh, the uh, DA um, for New York, uh, Letitia James, they, there was a ruling against mm -hmm. Trump. Right. There was a penalty to be paid. I think I'm not positive. I don't think. I think it was a de minimus amount. Um, mm. I uh, think we're going to get fact checks on that. It's too. old news, though, from my perspective, compared to the today's story. Yeah, and it's actually, I, I think the, the interesting part was I thought that there was going to be a lot more blowback in the appraisal industry regarding this, and I don't think that there's yeah. been any. No, it, dis it disappeared like yesterday's news. Yeah. Well, that's the great thing about Trump. It's the gift that keeps on giving if you want a news cycle. So, well, I got to tell you, next month. in terms of front page news, he is not, he was in the front page every single day when we did that podcast, and it's not today. Yeah. That's, He's definitely not on the front page every day today. He has fallen, well, it depends fallen on, from grace, it, it, it I think. It depends on uh, mainstream what, front page, not everybody. Not, yeah. Yeah. I think the. You uh, have to admit it slowed down. Okay. Now, the, if you For, flip to the interesting thing about the taxes and his taxes, there were two or three years we paid nothing. There were a couple of years he paid an awful lot of money. He paid and um, he had a, some significant loss carry forwards. This would have really gone, uh, the last couple of podcasts when we were talking about how losses work with real estate. Right. And there was a lot of talk about 
how Trump used the tax code. I say tax code, not tax loopholes, because that's what it is. It's the code to offset gains and not pay taxes on them. And it's they all focus on Trump, but everybody does it. It's the nature of real estate investment. Well, we'll let somebody else figure that part yeah, out. That's not a, yeah, that's not a. You guys can make. <laughs> you're you, going to get audited this, this year, Michael. Not, <laughs> clearly not a Trump one friendly thing table. I learned in 2022 about this podcast is even when I think it's going to be quick, the two of you have a, a way about you of adding some good color. Um, interest rate increases. This was the middle of the year, and uh, we talked about the skyrocketing interest rates. They've relatively plateaued since that podcast. There's going to be another hike. Uh, uh, well, not since that podcast. There's been, no, there have been there's two been more. The concept of where it was going to go, meaning it hasn't, like... Well, we haven't had the next open market committee meeting, but the most recent open market committee meeting was a, a, a 50... Uh, a, 50 basis points. There's probably more coming. And prior to, after the last meeting, uh, they just approved a $1.7 trillion spending bill. So I, I don't know. I think interest rates are going to go up, and interest rates have doubled. They have. Since they have doubled in a and very short this, period of time. When we had this podcast, we predicted a doubling. I don't predict another doubling. Yeah, I don't predict another doubling because that would be a lot of uh, a lot of increase in the cost of money. But it is affecting things, and it's affecting them based on money is just that much more expensive. And um, I don't, I don't, I don't see the end of that. I see uh, an increase there, and I see another shoe dropping probably sometime towards the end of the first quarter into the second. Paige, anything to add? Um, no, I mean, I think... Um, glad you refined, refinanced when you did. Sure am. I'm glad I purchased when I did, and I'm glad I refinanced when I did. Yep. A little pissed I didn't buy a car when I initially <laughs> was going hey, to. Hey, we sat right in this table and told <laughs> you to I buy a car. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I probably should have purchased a new car about eight months prior to that. Um, but you couldn't get one. So, you know, the escape lives on. Um, but I will say with interest, I mean, an increase in interest rates, um, as far as like what we have seen from a real estate perspective, there are still a lot of people out there that are still doing deals and looking to place capital places. I think people are just, I, I think maybe the rise in interest rates definitely has weeded some players out who were buying stuff in 2020 and, and you know 2021 um but i think you know there is still deal flow i think maybe buyers are ju and investors are just more strategic and cautious about where they place their money but um yeah i mean i think it's going to continue to go up i think you know that and that's what we need inflation to come down so raising the interest rates is being done to plateau inflation. So I think it is starting to work how it is intended to work. Um, there's going to be there's going to be a squeeze, but no one seems to know how hard the squeeze is going to be. So. So, next topic was CBRE getting sued for dual agency on a deal in Washington DC. There was a ruling. It has been appealed. It is going to the next level of the court system. 
Um, certainly still a topic that's relevant and near and dear to us, but um, not as much, I would say, front page news anymore. Absolutely. And that's another thing that kind of shocked me. I thought there'd be a lot more blowback to that. Um, but I think I'd, I'd agree. I think it's gone. Taken. I think mm-hmm. that they're just trying to let the dust settle around it. Right. Next one uh, was all about independent contracting, but specifically the news of the day was Live Golf sues the PGA Tour for being a monopoly. Um, Did anything happen with that? Oh, it is definitely still a fight. Um, a fight that I don't think is going to go away anytime soon. Um, hmm. Who's winning? That's a great <laughs> question. I would say that the Live Golf Tour is winning. I think Live Golf players being eligible to play in the Masters was a big blow to the PGA Tour. I, absolutely. I think uh, the PGA is... Scrambling. They're scrambling, and then they might see the writing on the wall. Yep. So still current event, and the independent contractors thing will never cease to amaze us here at Totem. Mm-hmm. Um, next was our first guest. We had Mr. Dolan uh, from Discovery, and we talked about the cost of raising a child from childbirth to high school. Um, I don't see anything about this anymore. It was all over the press at that moment in time, but it's just kind of been swept under the rug. Still irrelevant for me. Well, it's still, it, no, it's still irrelevant. Still very thing. relevant for me. And the costs continue to go up. It's just that no one's talking about it. Right. Maybe there's just other things that they just decided to throw gas on the fire on. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one was um, the tent cities in Pittsburgh. The north side, the city, uh, riverscapes, um, just... Uh, a very difficult thing for our city to endure. We actually uh, took a little bit of a stand for the first time and wrote a letter to the uh, powers-to-be across the local municipality. And nothing to do with that letter, but I think from a lot of... Uh, local stakeholders. Stakeholders I mean, was yeah. the word I was looking for. That's exactly right. From a lot of stakeholders. The tent cities, both on the north side and the river, have been completely removed as of uh, December 2022. So remarkable from my perspective. I did not, had you uh, made me bet the likelihood of that happening, I would have told you 2023 would have been year two of the 10 city, not uh, the 10 city disappearing, at least in terms of downtown. Let's not mistake ourselves. They're still there uh, on the fringes, but they're not at Maine and Maine anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe that is the answer to what has the mayor accomplished. And, um, I, I, it's a, it's an interesting challenge because I think moving them and eliminating them doesn't necessarily completely address the problem that exists, which is homelessness, but it's a start and at least it's, uh, it's up front and he's done something about it. He did clean up a very blighted area. Yep. Um, and I cannot wait candidly to get the boat back on the water and see what the river looks okay. like without hundreds of red tents. So. Um, very excited for the springtime. Um, next up was Paige Myers, rocking CCIM 101 and 103. I think she's, or no, just 101 um, at the time. You're on deck for 103? Not yet. Three? Come on, schedule. why not? Well, because... 2023. One is... Hashtag make it happen. I'm going to. I will probably finish them in 2023, but they have only the ones that they have scheduled. It's a scheduling issue. 
the one that I could take is during the one vacation that I have planned. And so not going to take that. Let's fact check that, Kelsey. How many CCIM 103s are available? None of the dates work for me. All right. I'm looking. None of the dates work for Her me. schedule's booked solid. A lot going on. Um, but no, I will take them. They haven't. I'm holding out for there to be a Pittsburgh one, but come hell or high water, 103 and 104 and whatever other ones I need to do will be completed in 2023. The world is your oyster, and you're worried about it being in Pittsburgh instead of this wonderful I'll country to travel. go visit? The ones... All right, this is a rabbit hole. A good we'll review hole. the schedule after this podcast. Okay. okay. Michael, I look, actually, I look every Michael week. and I are just going to pick week. where you're going and send you. How about that? Well, if the dates work, I'm not being picky. The, the dates, dates just don't work. If the dates if work. If the dates work. Oh, um, such a gosh. hectic social your, schedule. Should we call your uh, scheduler? Call yeah. my people. Yeah. Call your people. Oh, my gosh. You said that my calendar gives you anxiety. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> the, the, two, the two things that I have planned to go out of town in the next two months are both when the next class I need to take is being offered elsewhere. So when they release more dates, I will go. Sounds good. All right, next topic Jeez. was the local elections. This was in November, <laughs> how important they are to development. Um, in theory, all of those people who were elected in November are now in office. Um, uh, you guys pay attention to this way in more theory. than theory. <laughs> <laughs> in theory, that tells you how much I pay attention to it. But that's right. It's been because, pretty quiet, though. Because no? the House of Representatives has not elected a speaker, therefore, no activity in the House can actually occur. Right. And they're on their fifth vote. The, well, they just at finished the their federal level, vote. but even at the local level, I mean, well, I'm it's like those there was no happen. no big news this year, January third or fourth or fifth no. or sixth. I think was the magic date. I'm turning over a new leaf in my life where I'm going to be less publicly vocal about those Excuse things. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Our last topic of 2022. But check my Facebook. <laughs> I'm kidding. Was uh, FTX and BlockFi uh, filed for bankruptcy uh clearly still relevant we're only a couple weeks away from that podcast and it will be very interesting to see how that shoe finally drops um in 2023 and beyond so um it was an awesome year i thought we had a lot of good topics looking back at the list by and large majority of them are still relevant mm-hmm. i think the biggest accomplishment is just that we like kept doing this yeah we did um in 2021 we're like yeah we're gonna do it we're gonna try to do it you know, every couple, or I think initially we were going to do it like once every three weeks. We kept to that. Um, What's well, hard with your schedule? So ch- <laughs> <laughs> I am done with you. We're three days into the new year and I am emceed em- out. We 23 is off to a great start. Oh my God. Tell our audience what our first group event of 2023 is going to be. A f- <laughs> a oh brawl. My gosh. <laughs> You're gonna have to bleep me on that. <laughs> a I, was, I was actually thinking from a professional the ski trip, no, I know. <laughs> no, from a professional perspective. <laughs> team development. What's our first event together? Next week. The gen- uh oh, the generational 
yeah, what is it called again? Like IEE Generation. Yeah, Pitts Institute for Entrepreneurial yeah. Excellence. They always they do always have really good programming, um, but the this pitfalls one, and opportunities of generational teams. Yeah, multi generational teams. That's we right. can't wait. We're all going. Trying to get us to be more accepting of one another. And their perspectives and approaches to communication. Yeah. I found Stop bourbon is the most blanking, effective. Blanking, texting. <laughs> bourbon does help. Um, All right. And on to bourbon. We tried a lot of different bourbons in 2022 as a group. We had no repeats. So I think we had like 15. We took a couple off due to Lent. Um, rather than run through all of them, let's go with your best and your worst. I think it's safe to say Hirsch is the worst. Hirsch, worst for me. Yeah, that was horrible. All right, so that's yeah. unanimous. Real bad. All of 22, we all could agree the worst bourbon we ever tasted was Hirsch. Sorry, whoever made it. Yeah, it I'm sure you're nice, but yeah. mm -mm, not great. All right, who, your best, Paige. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I always like Blanton's. Um, I think the the Bradshaw, price point wise, taste wise, the Bradshaw might be my MVP of last year. Um, also because I will never forget how we stayed after that podcast and played guitar solos for two <laughs> hours and danced insane <laughs> in the office. Might um, have been the most fun podcast of the year. Um, we didn't all dance. If we had had way. outtakes from post that podcast, that would have, uh, that could have been our claim to fame. Um, but also, I think the one that one that really stands out to me is the old soul, just because I think it's it was great that that was a gift from a client from watching the podcast, and I Hint. think that was yeah, <laughs> but it was very thoughtful. Um, you know, uh, and it, it was a good bourbon. It was delicious. So which is it, Bradshaw or Old Soul? Um. Well, you'll probably pick Old Soul, so I'll stick with Bradshaw for, for the budget one. Well, I, uh, I could not make a decision because I didn't want anybody's feelings to get hurt. Uh, <laughs> so and mostly because I, That's right. And I'm just trying to be so inclusive that uh, I narrowed it down to the Larceny, the Bullet, the Old Soul, the Yellowstone, the Bradshaw, the Village, and the Blantons. Jeez. Everybody gets Calumet a Farms. participation trophy. That's right. He's so, woke. Everybody yes. gets a participation So I didn't want to make anyone feel bad. <laughs> the switching of the sides really has done something oh weird. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, really. <laughs> so everybody wins. Uh, no, I, it's, uh, that Hirsch was crap. Um, but everybody else wins. Yeah, no, but it's, it's uh, what I really think the issue is that I'm probably a very bad judge because I like it all. Yeah. And I didn't even touch on the Russell's Reserve, which was outstanding. Well. Why don't I remember that? I'm a That's better, the first uh, bourbon we had. I'm a um, better simplifier of things, I suppose. My number three was Bradshaw. Mm -hmm. Not only was that a fun night, that's a really good bourbon that I had never had before. Number two, which was new to me, was Yellowstone as a great runner-up. But number one, hands down, shout out to Jacob, um, for the introduction to Old Soul, fantastic bourbon. Michael just told me you can get it in West Virginia yeah, now. Yeah, I just bought a bottle over Christmas. It was great. So mm -hmm. it's not, yeah. you don't have to go all the way to, you know, Mississippi or Alabama to pick it up. But yeah. that that was my number one for the year. No, that was very good. Cool. That was very good. But you're so, not going to you're not going to do yourself bad trying any of those other ones. They except were really for Hirsch. outstanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could leave Hirsch on the shelf. And... 
you know, you might see it behind page, but we already have a couple on deck for 2023. Once um, we all, once we all roll off the wagon. Once mm-hmm. we all roll off the wagon. Yeah, I was really at a corner. I was, we'll I was thinking of jumping in, trying the uh, Casamigos tequila. Yeah, we're not doing for today. tequila, but. Um, All right, so 2023, here's what we've got in store. We are super excited about the guest lineup. Um, Not going to give away names right this second, but we are um, in the process of scheduling an architect to talk about space design, interiors, you know, return to the work, like what's it like to design space in 2023 for the the companies that are committed to having people in the office. we're going to talk about real estate tax appeal. You know, there is a huge uh, industry around how uh, bureaucracies tax real estate and then how private individuals and investors can ensure that they're being um, appropriately taxed uh, so that it's fair for all parties. Um, along those same lines, you know, talked to a real estate attorney. We did plus or minus 60 or 70. Uh, leases slash purchases slash sales last year, none of I shouldn't say none of which, ninety nine percent of which did not take place without an attorney. Uh, so it's a really important piece of the puzzle. Can't wait to hear some perspective on that. Uh, mentioned briefly the mayor. Um, in addition to the mayor's office, we'd love to talk to our friends at Downtown Pittsburgh Alliance to hear what's going on. A partnership. That's my Cleveland coming out. Sorry. Downtown Cleveland Alliance versus the Downtown Pittsburgh Partnership. Um, Would love to hear about what's going on downtown. There's been a lot of press. Could be our current event this week, but we chose not to, about the safety in downtown and just everything that's going on. So it would be great to get Jeremy in your office in for a podcast. Um, We already have on deck a national industrial developer to talk about what it's like building for Amazon and... um, FedEx and UPS across the country in light of the world changing in today's both construction costs and demand. Um, going to talk to a banker because clearly interest rates have changed, um, loan to values have changed, requirements for financing. So what's that look like as we embark on the year? And very excited to uh, put the finishing touches on bringing in one of the chief operating officers of one of the largest commercial REITs uh, in the country. So, you know, we didn't start necessarily with the guest approach, but we have found it's been a really good way to round out the conversation, learn and teach our clients some things. So we are pumped about 2023. Yeah. Um, Should we end it with a... With a personal goal or a sure a goal for twenty twenty three personal sure personal or work I don't know one of each one of each do what you want do what you want that's that's pages go do what you want <laughs> sure since you toss it out there go for it oh okay well my my professional ish goal I guess would be the CCIM finishing the CCIM classes wow. Throwing it out there, the whole thing. Yeah, how many? I think I have four, five more? Four more, five more? Four more. Yeah. Wow. Big goal. But. Uh, Write that down. <laughs> and get started soon. Love it. You got total support from Team Totem. Absolutely. That's personal and professional? Um, 
Now that's like a pro that's professional. Um, personal. Um, aside from being more patient with politics and less triggered, um, I think just generally being a healthier human being. We got our gym membership. Starting the year with some sobriety. It's uh, <laughs> good. Got some ski trips planned, so I gotta get like my knees together. Work on the uh, lower body Totem strength. Ski trip coming twenty twenty three. Ski trip February. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna get back into into fighting shape. I like it. My personal goals are similar on the front of getting a little bit healthier in 2023. I know that sounds cliche, but it is reality. Um, and professionally, I got to tell you, David Mitros's trade secret about challenging yourself and trying to do things that are uncomfortable. Um, that's my 2023 professional goal is to really push the envelope and where Totem could take itself this coming year. Well, I can just talk about the ski trip, which uh, I will be attending, but I will not be skiing because that goes into my personal goal is I'm going to get my knee replaced. And that's what I have on tap to get it replaced and get my knee back working the way it was supposed to be. Knee surgeons in Pittsburgh, give us a call. Yeah, give us a call. And you can be on the podcast, too, if you'd like. <laughs> we can talk about knee surgery. <laughs> yeah. Cool. We have a, you have a professional one? No. Nah. No. No. <laughs> No. He's firing on all cylinders I'm there. firing on all cylinders. Yeah, and to that Can't point. Can't improve upon my, perfection. My, my professional one is to help become a, a mentor and, and nurture those of a much younger generation to see the ways of the world. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. What yeah. have you been doing for the last three years? Just feeding me bullshit? <laughs> yeah, really, for the most part. <laughs> now, in all seriousness, to both of you um, and to our clients, 22 was... An incredible year. Um, we did work in plus or minus 25 cities, 20 states, uh, like I said, 60 or 70 transactions. Blew the records off the door in terms of revenue and profitability. And Blew the records off the door? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how that goes. My I don't professional think that's how goal that goes is either. to help Kevin work on the... his cliches. Cliches are bad. The <laughs> roof off the house, the doors off the... Hinges. Hinges. There we go. Blew the doors <laughs> off the hinges. No, it was an incredibly humbling and successful year. So thank you to you both. And pumped up about what we're going to do in 2023. So Likewise. Uh, give us a like on Spotify, YouTube. Reach out if you've got an idea for a guest or you want to be a guest. We actually got an application for somebody who wanted to be a guest, which was awesome. Um, so we're pumped and we're excited to see where it goes next year. Yeah. Rock on. Yeah, that application right. thing. I don't believe there's a form for that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just call Kelsey. All right. That's a wrap. All right. Cheers. Cheers.